Hello, hello, hello. How are you? What's up, people? Today I have a lovely topic, the topic of my life, to be honest with you, and it is how to recover our childlike spirit, how we can let life tussle our hair. I'm improving, but as I've already told you before, I've been a serial warrior. I'm much better though, but I am still recovering. I'm, I need to be honest with you. And I bet this is going to resonate with many of you as well. And, and so let me start by asking you a few questions to start reflecting on this. So honestly, how much room is there for play and enjoyment in your life? And do you consider that you take things way too seriously? Do you think the reasons for your concerns are absolute truths? On average, how much time do you feel stressed and how much do you feel relaxed? We've just worked on this with a client and we were discussing about why it is so difficult for her to be and I'm going to open here, inverted commas, a little crazier, more relaxed, more daring, more rebellious about what seems terrible. And there is a huge difference between being responsible and being serious. What's more, there's something deep to heal when everything seems so important that we start living in our heads almost permanently. Something happens and I confess that as I am saying this, I feel it in my guts and it hurts to think about it because I visualized myself when I was a little girl and how I've changed from the time I was a carefree child and that was before age five, passing through all the stages, you know, primary school, secondary school, university, and, you know, postgraduate, etc., becoming a professional until I became this formal adult, a little too thoughtful at times. Because we are born free from prejudice. Think about it. We are like a clean slate and with our souls singing, we are so, you know, pure and clean from everything. And we live our first years enjoying life because when we are children, life is beautiful. The world is a beautiful place to explore. And nevertheless, there comes a moment when we notice that other people are looking at us. Hmm? We discover life outside us. And so we run to hide to avoid being discovered. And that is natural. And we cannot blame ourselves. We stop moving about with our young self-confidence and we stop rolling on the floor laughing like children do. And if we put ourselves in our young self's shoes, that change is understandable. How can we move freely through life if we feel that there are other people out there judging us? And just like that, we begin to fear what all humans fear, that is being rejected and not being loved. So little by little, what do we do? We let culture tell us what we have to do and how to live. What's the result? We disconnect from our inner selves. And when that, when that happens, stress, sadness, anxiety and perfectionism take over us. And I know this sounds very heavy, but there is a lot of light at the end of the tunnel, as usual. We can recover our courage, we can recover the joy, we can learn how to live being guided by our own desires and ignoring other people's view on us. There is only one premise, to do the necessary work on ourselves.
We are creators and we can create the life that we want, but we need to work to have that life. Jason Goldberg, who's also a coach and an author and who has devoted himself to the subject of taking everything too seriously, says something about his own life that illustrates what I've been saying with a lot of clarity. So between inverted commas, he says, the biggest way to sabotage myself was, and between brackets, and it still turns up from time to time, to feel like I'm not doing enough. When anyone looking at me from the outside could tell I'm doing way more than enough. What allows me to get back on track is to clarify the root of where that feeling of not enoughness comes from. The root is almost always, between brackets, that is always, <laughs> that I'm taking my thoughts very seriously. I'm sticking to them as the truth rather than seeing them as fleeting and momentary misunderstandings. In response to anything that feels stressful, confusing, heavy or difficult, I learned to ask, how can I play with this? I love that. How can I play with this? And with this, I close the inverted commas. If you are a very sensitive person like I am, because I consider that I am very connected to my feelings, that I am very empathetic and I can read other people's feelings as well. Um, and, and my clients are very sensitive people too. I think we are attracting each other. Uh, it's most likely that you find it imperative to give everything in your hands to those around you. This means giving everything and more than is expected from you at all levels, work, home and socially. You do it because you love people, because you empathize with them, because you are concerned about their well-being. And trust me, I've been there. I've been in that place where I gave others so much that I ended up feeling depleted myself. The problem is not giving. The problem is focusing on others or on the outside world so much that we disconnect from our needs and even forget them. When we feel tense, hmm, complying with everything that is expected from us, there is no room for A, discovering the gems that reside in us, and B, living life feeling lighter and living life on our own terms. Many times in my work with clients, I ask them to stop rationalizing so much because that is the another adult temptation. Hmm? We love fierce intellectual entertainment. Hmm? So I ask them to leave their, that mental space. And instead, I'm, I ask them to connect with their body and, and pause. And that's when they can tell me what they feel, what they need, and what would nourish them. Because in a way, that is the path of mindfulness, right? We tend to offer our worthiness to the outside world. And we want to be validated by, by that world. Hmm? We offer our worthiness to school, family, society, and today even to social networks. Just remember how much school grades affected you. Remember how you felt when your teenage self compared to the images of models and Hollywood stars. And you can probably recall a time when you were scolded badly simply because you behaved like a child. So little by little, all that influences our perception of how deserving we are of having a good time in this life. I know what you are telling yourself, so what can we do then? Go back to the center. 
Begin to take out layer after layer after layer to see where your confidence was damaged and when you put your spontaneity aside. This is deep work that requires a lot of self-compassion and patience. So please, you know, be kind to yourself. The good news is that we always get to see the moment in life when we abandoned our childlike spirit to let others indoctrinate us. From there, and with the right help, we must begin to implement all the loving actions that can transform us and can help us to play and to honor life our way. This is the key. Michael Singer, I'm going to be rounding off with him, author and teacher, tells us, and again I'm opening inverted commas, in the end, enjoying life's experiences is the only rational thing to do. You are sitting on a planet spinning around in the middle of absolutely nowhere. You're floating in an empty space in a universe that goes on forever. If you're going to be here, be happy and enjoy the experience. And let me humbly add to Michael Singer's uh, words. Hmm? Enjoy the experience with that free and spontaneous spirit you had when you were a child. I hope you liked this. I hope you recover your childlike spirit. And if you know anyone who can benefit from this blog, invite them to subscribe. Because that way we can build bridges to help each other. I always read all the messages that you sent me. So thank you so much. I feel honored. And, you know, I love helping people when they email me or when they send me DMs with all their queries and problems or questions. So uh, that's another way we can help each other. For the time being, I'm sending you a very big hug and till next week.